are going to have funny bits but I'm going to need uh, the trailer needs to put before me something that is interesting about these characters more than they are going to end up liking each other you know you need it to be I need uh... I need it I need it to be I need the two characters to be more than just stock guy and stock girl character you know maybe maybe it's uh so you this is going to be nothing to me or to you but uh you need them to be an emily henry novel uh of which i have read several emily the, henry okay it's that it she makes does a lot of chiclet for back lack of a better term but her characters tend to be more nuanced mm -hmm. and they sort of nuanced is maybe the wrong word maybe they have their love life is important but it's often secondary to a life problem that they are having mm -hmm. um now hmm, what was that one that had uh andy sambury who's that it was like a groundhog day one Palm Springs. Palm Springs is a is a good what you're asking for here. If you're gonna sit through uh, a rom com, um, there's got to be bigger stakes than that, or like more interesting inter character beats. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but Palm Springs is a fun one in that I think because uh, a woman accidentally gets sucked into a time. Uh, like time loop groundhog day style mm -hmm. at, at her sister's wedding only to realize that there has been a guy stuck in that same time loop for like 50 years already oh that's actually uh, that's actually funny i would actually watch this yes no it's a it's a great premise everybody's acting their asses off in it um uh fucking what's his name j jonah jameson um, um oh uh jk simmons jk simmons He's in it. He's fucking funny as hell. Um, and there's some really poignant and interesting character stuff in it. Okay. Um, See, th this is what I'm talking about. This is... You need to go more high concept with the, the rom-com. I don't... If it's just, like, two people fall in love in your average world, I don't I don't give a shit anymore. I've seen that a, a million, million times. Um, yeah. I... Th this is my... <laughs> listen, as a rom-com connoisseur, this is the good... This is what you want. Because, like... Even, even the, because there have been a few attempts at, like, making the big splash, uh, gay rom-com, and, like, yeah. like, there was the one that What's-His-Name did a few, a year or so ago that absolutely- Dan Levy? Dan Levy? No. No. I'm thinking of the- I, I forget what it was called. I'm thinking of the Kristen Stewart one. Um, there was a, it was a, just like, a, like, um, a, 
a gay guy who is getting to his 30s and is, like, very involved with the queer community finds a dude who is kind of in the closet and, like, they fall in love. Uh, well. And that, that was the movie. But, you know, um, it didn't look very good. It flopped super hard Put and people didn't really like space. it. Space. <laughs> Put them in space. And I got... They both work at an underwater deep sea research facility. <laughs> um, and then there's... Um... Love and other pressure. Um, Boom. I've done it. And then there's Bottoms, which all I've, all I've really seen is, like, the poster for it. And I'm just like, I can already tell what the kind of comedy in this movie is going to be. And... I don't... I don't know. I'm just kind of over these kind of movies. I get it. I There are good ones to be found out here. I think that there's some innovation in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. A good high concept one is, is always fun. Palm Springs, that's my recommendation. Oh. Not that you're going to get to that anytime soon, but... Okay. It is good. Um, well... Much like Lexi feels mixed about rom-coms. Are we just lately. in it? I, we've, we've been in it. We've, okay. We did the clap. We're in it. I'm sorry. Uh, much like Lexi feels mixed about rom-coms as of late. Uh, turns out these episodes are also pretty mixed. Yep. Pretty, uh, pretty mixed. <laughs> pretty, pretty mixed. Um, welcome to a study in Sakuga. I am your anime Sherlock, Lexi. And I'm your anime Watson and increasingly ashamed about this show holden <laughs> um yeah we we've gotten to uh we are in season three now like it, it, things are kicking off uh and you know I, you know what else is kicking off is hey we've got two trans characters in these episodes like we're gonna some, we're gonna cover both of them um some real pointed transphobia that was so pointed that I it actually didn't confused realize. Holden. It actually confused me. I didn't know that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and poor Lexi had to be like, "No, no, that that was hateful. <laughs> you you didn't you uh, didn't misunderstand, or you did misunderstand. Uh, this was bad, actually, and uh, mean." Yeah, they're... and I was like, I was like, oh, that didn't even occur to me that they would just be mean on purpose, uh, for no reason. But they were. <laughs> the trans reputation, the trans representation in this show is sticky. It is a tricky thing because it, when it is explained, it is interesting, and it will take a while to get there. But until then, it just doesn't make sense and i think it's just not good i'm just gonna say it i don't think this is good trans representation no um, i listen we on this show support women's wrongs um <laughs> so much uh we support women's rights and support women's wrongs but it is also sticky bad sticky in that that they're always the villains. I don't love it. Uh, <sighs> we will have to get to that. Well, I think there's good stuff in these episodes. It's I 
it's just bad mm-hmm. that we had to wait through this. And I didn't even realize we were waiting. I was I came on the call and I was like, wow. <laughs> We've got some good episodes. Good episode. Good episode. And Lexi was like, oh, oh no, Holden. No, no. Sit down. Take my hand. You didn't see all the clues, Mr. Policeman. I I have. Uh Um, but we are we are uh, of course talking about season three, episode forty one of My Hero Academia, Coda. Coda. Um we opened this episode. On, uh, class 1B is getting up in the morning, and their teacher, Vlad, is running them through, uh, okay, you are going to be training your quirks today, and they're all like, how the fuck do we train our quirks? And he's like, you know, like you fucking train your muscles. Like, Obviously. You just do it real hard until you get better at it. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, this is this essentially means just like const like constant and uh, excessive use of quirk until it like becomes a thing you can use more. Um, yes, which um, is an interesting thing for like it's an interesting thing to see demonstrated by some characters. Others, it's just them doing it a lot, you know. <laughs> Yes, there is a there is a certain cutoff point I would like to point out. Like some people can probably get better. Like you can do bigger, badder explosions like Bakugo mm-hmm. if you practice that. Yeah, and and know what that feels like and and do a good job at it. And like uh, Tokoyami can go wrestle with Dark Shadow and get a better hold of him in like a cave or mm-hmm. something. But you know who can't get better is <laughs> is uh. What's her name? She's invisible. She yeah. can't get more invisible. That's just her power. <laughs> she's just invisible. She's just invisible. Okay? She's not training her quirk. She's training on being quieter. Um, Why did she have to come here? <laughs> Why is she on this trip? Um, and to, to some of these, I just want to say, it seems like it's just torture. Like... Eraserhead is not being nice. He's never been nice, but he's specifically he's targeted all the dumbest kids in the class and was like, "You're gonna you're gonna do really hard work all day, and then I'm gonna make you go to school until two a.m. and then I'm gonna wake you up at six o'clock tomorrow mm. to do this again." Um, uh, like Kaminari, Kaminari, you're gonna stand on top of this mountain and you're just going to cycle energy through this battery. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you, Kaminari. <laughs> And you know what? Kaminari needs to pay a little penance after the last episodes we've seen. So, you know, that's fine. I'm fine with it. But, like, okay. <laughs> like, the the funny one to me is, is uh, oh, the guy who, he gets uh, power from eating sugar. He gets stronger. Oh, yeah. They're just, like, they just, what a fucking training exercise. Everyone else has to, like, do laps and, like, be in a sauna or whatever mm-hmm. or like do push-ups until they die and he gets to eat a big cake and <laughs> strong yeah yeah your your workout is eat a whole bunch of uh, cake and sweets while also working out sarah looks like the most painful she's just up there just shooting tape out of his elbows forever <sighs> it should also be noted that um because momo has a similar thing where she has to 
like she is making stuff from her body. She is just constantly eating stuff. Well, she doesn't get to eat cake though. She just eats like MREs. Yeah, she's she's just uh, eating a uh, like fucking granola bars over there while making hundreds of Matroshka dolls. Um I, I listen. I think this is fun. I think it's fun that one B gets out there and they're like, "Why are we up so early?" and they're like, "One A has been out here for hours." <laughs> They've already been here. They're pushing Ararika down a hill in a big ball. <laughs> so she won't throw up as much. Get with the program. Um, it, I, this sequence is fun. What I don't think is fun about it is the Tokyo Mew Mew, the cat power. All right. I don't like them. Okay, so it, we are it, introduced it to... didn't even occur to me that Tiger... They were they were doing a bad, bad trans representation with Tiger. I thought earnestly that he, Tiger was just on theme costume-wise. Um, yeah, uh, so we get two more members of the Wild Wild Pussycats... Which Don't is, get too attached to one of them. Uh, Ragdoll and <laughs> Tiger. Um, Tiger in the manga is confirmed to be a trans man who went to Thailand to get uh, a uh, his gender his uh, uh, oh, I always get these terms wrong. He got the uh, gender validation surgeries so okay um which you know that's that's good that's great for him uh it's very nice that he has a power that actually lets that also lets him like uh essentially make his body look how he likes to have it look he has is that his power i thought he was I thought that's just, he was like a guy that looked like that. No, his his power is, uh, it's called Playa Body. He's, like, super flexible and, like, can, he's got, uh, you know, like, Mr. Incredible and oh, Kamala Khan okay. type power. I thought his power, uh, this show is tricky because every time you see a person who doesn't look regular, mm -hmm. you're like, that's it. That's the power. And it never is. Yeah. This guy doesn't have tiger-based powers. He's got stretchy powers. Why would I think that he had tiger powers? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he can use he can use those powers to make himself look like, you know, a big buff dude. Oh, so he he's just constantly flexing all the time mm -hmm. his his stretch muscles. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, well, I didn't also, I thought he was just on brand costume wise. Also, I would like to point out that this is a trans man in a team called Wild Wild Pussy Cats. Yes. So you know, this could be seen as just a joke. I don't. <laughs> I don't listen. like it. I don't like it either. I don't. See, this this is the thing. It didn't even occur to me that they were doing bad. And I guess I haven't read the, the manga, so I don't know. But I 
that they were doing bad representation. I just thought they were. I was like, oh yeah, of course he's wearing the skirt. He's on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put him in the skirt because that's the uniform. Um, no, no. Uh, I don't. It's tricky. This is feels gross. Also, uh, I do want to. Also, hate the fr- I hate wild wild pussycats. We couldn't have translated that into a different. No, um, also, it isn't translated. Uh, in Japanese, it is Wildu Wildu Pushikets. <laughs> okay, okay, follow up, follow up. Japanese doesn't have the same slang as English. I don't imagine that Pushikets has a similar connotation in Japan as it does in the west mm-hmm. i guess because I, of the word pussy but i i didn't look into that too far it just it literally just occurred to me today so i was like uh was this translated from anything no it's it is just is they, okay it is just the english words basically i think i think you're absolutely right in that it's gross in english i am wondering how much of that is it could uh, it could just be an honest honest mistake i don't need to give them the benefit of the doubt in fact i probably shouldn't um Uh, but i i do think that somebody in a room somewhere saw this potentially happening and didn't change it mm -hmm. so uh i don't think i can we can I, or at least me, I can forgive too much here. So, because is anybody going to be pissed if you watch the anime and they change the name slightly? I, no, not me, not I. Um. Also, it. Uh, I would like to point one more thing out. Um. About this is that he is gendered correctly, and even someone uh uh, uh notes like. He, he's the... Wow, this bu- big buff guy is the only one who doesn't uh, match the other girls. Like, they all... Everyone recognizes and addresses him as a man. Which is a thing that he gets because he passes. That's what's uh, going on with our two trans characters here. One passes, so the students don't know that he's trans, and the other does not. Right gross so the uh the hero has what we would call passing privilege well and that is doubly unfortunate because of when we see the villain side of this Mm -hmm. later i i do think there's um conversation to be had there but we will have to get to that yeah um anyway i liked tiger yeah (laughs) everybody really respects tiger about being a harsh taskmaster, Deku particularly. Yeah. So it's it's bad that it makes me feel this way, because I like Tiger. He's the only one of the cats besides uh, uh, Mandalay that I like. You don't like Ragdoll? I don't care for Ragdoll, and also it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, and also it doesn't fucking matter if I liked uh, Ragdoll. I think I think the bit with Ragdoll just kind of being a bit masochistic about this whole deal is kind of funny. Um, 
Yeah, it really comes around to bite Ragdoll, doesn't it? <laughs> also, her name is Ragdoll. Okay, okay. Uh, I was talking with uh, Dana about this, um, and she figured out uh, that all of them are named after cats. These are all different cat breeds. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess Tiger Cat, sure, but Mandalay, okay, that... What's the fucking, what's, what's, um... Pixie Bob? Pixie Bob. I guess, I guess, I guess, I hate Pixie Bob. <laughs> Sorry to all the cat lovers out there. I don't like Pixie Bob. I like Tiger, and I like Mandalay, and I don't care for the other two. Also, they did a bad job at keeping the camp secret. Yeah. Come on. I don't like it. Anyway, uh... As promised, all of the students can't rely on anyone else to make their meals for them anymore. So they are, in fact, having to make their own curry dinner every single night mm -hmm. from scratch, uh, which Ida takes to with a fiery passion. We all love Ida. Yes, we all love Ida. We all love Ida. Uh, I love. I love how it is not just the students who are very tired by this all this whole thing. Um. No, uh, Eraserhead also has to stay up and teach people, so he is also very tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, I like the cutaway after Ida is like, oh, okay, everyone, we gotta, uh, get this stuff cooking, uh, that Eraserhead is like, thank god Ida is around. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. In the, the, uh, the dub reading, the, the voice actor who voices Eraserhead here is like, Thanks, Ida. Like, <laughs> like he's appreciated. He got everybody started, but he's also like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the, the, in the sub, appraiser uh, said, "Ida's so useful." <laughs> um, in the, the the reading that the voice actor had in the dub, he was very much like a, "Gee, thanks, <laughs> good, thank you, actually." But also, be cool, you know. Um, uh, I like I like this sequence. I like everyone getting to cook. I think this is fun character stuff. A fun joke I, that happens is um, Momo is lecturing people <laughs> on, hey, you need to, you you can't just uh, let Todoroki light all the, the fires. You need to, to figure out how to light a fire for yourself. It makes a little, like, campfire lighter. Yes! <laughs> to light it. That's not even the best joke here is that, uh, is that somebody else was like, uh, somebody is like, wow, Momo, you're really hungry. Uh, you're eating a lot. And she goes, yeah, all of the, the food that I put in my body turns into like raw materials that I can like, ec like put out into like my power. And Sarah goes like, like poop. <laughs> why, why is that so funny to me? <laughs> I was like, fucking got her, Sarah. Good job, man. You fucking got her. Nailed her to the fucking wall. <laughs> she just like immediately is like, don't talk to me, please. And I was like, how often has somebody accused you of booping out the the useful items? Is this, are you getting bullied, Momo? I have to imagine like, this is a, a, a thing that she, that kids at her school were like, Oh, so your power's like poop. 
<laughs> you eat stuff and then you, and then you poop out a thing. <laughs> I love Saro. He's good. I like that guy. He wasn't even trying to be mean. He's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> he's just making an observation. Yeah. Um, Deku sees uh, Koda walk away from this, and he goes to sit on like a cliff face mm-hmm. with a uh, with a cave, and uh, is like, "Hey, I noticed that you walked away and are probably hungry, so I brought you food." Um, and also, I feel compelled to have a heart-to-heart with you about why you're wrong about feeling bad that heroes use powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, Deku, I I get it. I get it, but also... But read the, read the room, buddy. Like, this is not a kid that you can talk to and be like, Hey, sorry your parents died because of their whole superpower thing, but superpowers are pretty cool, actually, and you should be cool with having them. Don't you understand? I really wanted to have superpowers so I could be a hero. Is Doesn't that make me a cool guy, little kid? But doesn't that mean... Like, I love superheroes, and, and, we, and I have superpowers now. So that makes me a superhero. So you should think about that, right? Why don't you think about that? Uh, and Koda's like, this is... This is... Not working. This is dumb. I don't like you. I wish Go that away. you would leave. Um, Koda has a point, uh, as always, mm-hmm. in that the people with powers labeling each other hero and villain seems an awfully dumb thing to die over in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Because now a boy has to be raised with no parents. And why did that happen? Because one guy decided that they were a villain, mm-hmm. and villains act a certain way, and their parents, and his parents acted a certain way because they decided they were heroes, and that's how they were supposed to act. Mm-hmm. It is, and, it is <laughs> almost, Koda is a reverse Batman. <laughs> oh, I don't think he's a reverse, I mean, in the sense that he hates powers, I guess, but... It's just the like fucking, his parents uh, his parents died in a crime because they were trying to stop the crime. Yes, I there is some really interesting stuff going on with the uh the killer that comes up in the next episode mm-hmm. um with regards to like who their characters are sort of mirroring from comic books or taking direct inspiration from. Yeah. I I want to talk more about that when we get there, but I would argue that the Batman thing is on purpose, and also they're still using the Superman analogy with uh, Deku here. Yeah. And they sort of fuse all that together. Coda's an, you're right, I think, a reverse Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is on purpose. I I think that that's totally right. I think that's a perfect read. Yeah. Um... We cut away from this conversation to check in with Toga. Hey, Toga's here. Hey, it's Toga. Hey, the evil teens, they're here. Uh, Toga has a Bane mask. And Toga does have a Bane mask. <laughs> and they, A lot of them have masks, I guess. Uh, she doesn't like it because it's not cute. Um, but she is in all of her gear. Um, we will find out what this all of this gear does later. Uh, we some of these, it's what this is a motley co- collection of villains mm-hmm. here because some of them look silly. Like there's a lizard man, 
Yes. And that's kind of, he looks kind of like a, an anime King K. Rule. And also there's a that there's like a horrible monster a from horrible. Hellraiser <laughs> who who definitely eats people. Um that's just I don't <laughs> me look at me looking at this guy. That's just a cenobite. <laughs> I don't like him. He seems horrible. Um, but I guess that's yeah, you're not point. gonna like what his power is. Um, I they, you they kind of hint at it, and also the the Stitch guy is here, the cool uh, hot villain. Yes, Dobby is here. Um, Dobby, he's he seems to be in charge. Um, we've got we've got another teenager who is wearing a a like World War Two era gas mask and helmet. Um. We've got Magni, uh, who is carrying around a, a big weapon. Pipe? Um, piece of metal? Piece of metal thing. We've, sure. we've got someone in a cloak, and we've got Spinner, who is the lizard guy who is cos- who is cosplaying as uh, Stain. Yeah. I, I, I don't like Spinner as uh, their name's bad. I didn't realize they were cosplaying as Stain, though. That makes them funnier to me um yeah that seems like the whole secret camp in the woods thing didn't last Mm -hmm. at all yep also i've never seen a villain so meant to be rehabilitated than dobby oh is that where you think that's going okay i'm not saying i'm not saying that i think that will happen but boy they sure made him just hot enough for people to want that you know Mm -hmm. okay here's the thing the villain that needs to be rehabilitated is Toga. Like, she's over there stimming. This is just a girl who has some mental problems. But also to kill people. She has mental problems. She needs to... <laughs> okay, but she's she, been killing people. She needs, she needs mental health, like, people. She needs, like, we'll get there eventually, maybe. But, like, she has issues that need to be worked out not to just like left to run free and be a villain i i agree i don't think we should let toga out while she's thinking about killing people (laughs) i think that somebody should help (laughs) anyway uh yes i i don't think any of these villains are going to get rehabilitated at the end of the day i don't think the show has it in it uh um, to find a villain and do a and do a redemption arc for one of them, because Bakugo exists. Uh, yeah, if Bakugo didn't exist. I would see this coming, but he does. So we. Uh, it is now night. We cut to uh, the students and teachers. Uh, Vlad and Eraserhead are up doing their lesson plans. Uh, we cut to the girls' dorm where they fell asleep after playing some cards together. Um, I like the juxtaposition of the girls, like, sleeping room and the boys' sleeping room, because the girls have all of their futons, like, nice and orderly. Um, the boys, they've just laid everything everywhere. Yeah. Fucking. Okay, but for real, though, that's how that would shake. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I also want to point out that, um, Mineta has been wrapped in a pillow? Like, it's been tied around They've him? they swaddled him? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this situation. We do. 
we do so. <laughs> they were like, hey, we all hate Mineta. We should do a prank on him that also doubles as he can't sneak out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Does he, this happen every night? No. Do I think that Mineta maybe fell asleep and they're like, let's literally tie him up? Yes, I do think that. Um, this doesn't matter because next morning they got like four hours of sleep and all of the the worst performing students from 1A, all the dumbest kids. Uh, they they had to stay up until 2 a.m. with a razor head. Do an extra summer school and now they're up bright and early to do training, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel so bad for all of them. Uh, Saro, buddy. You can study. It's okay. You don't need to be in this group. Yeah, Saro, you're better than this. Um. Uh, after a little bit of training, uh, Pixie Bob announces that uh, tonight they will be uh doing a uh a test of courage yeah you know normal summer camp stuff it, uh, it these are summer camp episodes so there should be normal japanese summer camp stuff going on too which is let's there's a game that we're going to play in the woods some people are going to try to scare you out of the woods with their powers and you if you're on the other side of that are trying to steal a flag or something and get out of the woods without being spooked. Um, I do want to point out that multiple times during uh, when this is explained, uh, Tokoyami just says to himself, Revelry in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where other people are like, why is he keep saying that? It, it's very funny to me that like when Uraraka like, <laughs> hears him say it again, he's like, She's actually like, that's funny. That's cute that he said it again. Oh, in the in the dub, it's like, why does he keep saying that? <laughs> what does he know? Dr. <laughs> Ami just likes the dark. He is so full of angst in these episodes. We... He's, the, he's everybody's goth friend that they keep dragging him to summer camp, and you're like, no, he doesn't want to come. And he's... <laughs> They, they're like, hey, we're gonna do stuff in the woods at night. And he's like, yes, yes, fuck yes. yes. Finally. And everyone's like, okay, bud, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we, we know how you might like that. Um, Now, he probably can't let Dark Shadow out, I guess, at night. Yeah, he does. He can't, like, use his quirk at, at night. But, you know, he's still into it. Yeah, he likes the vibe of it. Of, of course, this... Uh, immediately just falls apart because the villains are attacking and the game sort of doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Deku has been wanting to talk to All Might because he wants to know what All Might would say to Koda. Um, and <laughs> Todoroki is like, hey, maybe you should just leave that kid alone. <laughs> yeah, Todoroki's like, hey, um... I don't feel like you're going to be able to talk your way out of this one, Deku. You're kind of annoying when it comes to making people feel things that maybe they didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And I don't know necessarily that this is going to work the way that you want it to. Uh, 
And Deku goes, you know, that's a good point. And before we move on to circle back to what I said about the, the haunted forest becoming an actual haunted forest, um, I think it's nice to see that Bakugo can cook. Cooking Bakugo. Yes. Uh, it, this might actually be a joke that is added in the anime because Bakugo is voiced by a voice actor who voice acted the protagonist of um, uh, Blue Exorcist, okay. uh, who his notable thing as a, like, his little uh, fun character quirk is that he's a guy who can cook real good. Uh, okay. uh, like, he... He's, he's an exorcist, and he fights demons and stuff. Uh, he's also the son of Satan. Um, but also, he cooks real good. Okay, well, maybe and he that's likes a to joke cook. That, I, that I didn't get. But I think that's a nice character trait for Bakugo, that he can cook really good. And when somebody points out that, wow, why are you so good at cooking? The rest of us are so bad. And he's like, well, do you have to suck at everything? Why can't you try a little bit harder? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not good at cooking. You all just suck more at cooking. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to fucking cut a carrot? Not very. <laughs> um, I like that characterization for Bakugo. Um, yeah, the, ha- the, the fake haunted woods become real haunted woods. The villains sort of attack a pixie bob is going to get her head smushed. Um, um, I, I do want to point out, a, like, a, a few things about, like, going into this thing. First of all, uh, if, the, if the thing had gone to plan, uh, Deku would have been in the forest alone because the five summer school kids have been uh, banned from doing this. Yeah, I'm not sure why Deku got left out of the Cause there's, pairs. There's just an odd number of kids. Sure. <laughs> um, I guess that's a good point. They all get paired up except for Deku. Um, and once we start uh, the... We actually get to see a little bit of the like test of courage going on. I would like to point out the... Uh, su uraraka uh yuri moment that happens um uraraka is getting a little freaked out and sue is like it's okay you can hold my hand <laughs> that's nice i'm glad that is nice i like that they're friends mm-hmm. um we get to see uh what some of the students of 1b were doing to scare the 1A kids, uh, one of the, uh, students whose power is he can make the ground turn, like, to mud, essentially, uh, like, had one of the other students submerge herself and then pop her head out of the ground to spook, uh, Todoroki and Bakugo, which was funny. That is funny. I like the setup there mm-hmm. that 1B has spookier powers, maybe. Um, uh, but there is a poison gas that comes through the woods. Yes. And um, chokes everybody. There's a poison gas. Um, the the parts of the forest start to light on fire because Dobby is there. 
Um, Dobby. And we see uh, uh, Pixie Bob get levitated o- away from the students. Uh, we see Toga lurking in the woods, uh, seeing Sue and Uraraka. And then we see our Cenobite just, like, traipsing through the woods. He is... Maybe that's the next episode. No, I think it's next episode. Yeah. Where he actually, like, you actually see him more. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Vanguard Action Squad. A horrible name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it wouldn't be My Hero Academia if we didn't interrupt some fun, low-stakes character building with plot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at, I guess. Um, Before we go to the next episode. Yep. Uh, and we will get more into things like Magni next episode. Oh, will we? Oh, will we? Yep. Uh, uh, but for now, we should take a break. didn't talk about because it's not worth discussing at the the top of the episode lexi what this one will be coming out directly after the fourth of july yes yes now i now and i think i might be able to speak for you lexi apologies but i don't feel very much like celebrating my country or its independence no so called (laughs) no i have a Um, i have a few bones to pick with the united states government right now yeah, I as well. Um, but it might be if you have to go out and do something tomorrow, or even if you want to, but you're like, I don't vibe with the the purpose, the reason for the season. Uh, I think that you can borrow a good reason that I have, because I expressed my hesitance to a bartender yesterday <laughs> while I was getting a drink about... How I did not want to celebrate the 4th of July, but I love to grill. And what he said to me was, well, my uncle's birthday is on the 4th, so you can always celebrate Terry's birthday. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I was like, salt! I'm gonna celebrate Terry's birthday. Fuck fuck Independence Day. It's Terry's day now. It's Terry's day. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Like, I feel like, what a party you get for your birthday every year. And he's like... He hated it. He moved to Mexico. <laughs> He's like, he learned Spanish and, and bought a house in Mexico. <laughs> that's... And, uh, and I was like, let's go Terry. That's so funny. Just like his his birthday, so owned by the country that he lives in, is just like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. I'm, not... I'm leaving. 
I'm going to move to Mexico. I'm going to learn Spanish. And I'm going to move with my wife to Mexico so that my day can be about me. <laughs> is that the only reason I think this guy moved to Mexico? No. But it is the funniest reason I can think of. So, anyway, pour one out for Terry tomorrow. That's Terry's day. Yeah. We're reclaiming it. I'm going to see if I can't uh, find any places I can't, uh, you know, get get a flag to burn in his honor. You know what? Terry would love that. (sighs) Terry's taking it back. (laughs) Buy some army men to blow up. (sighs) Terry would want it. (laughs) Anyway. G.I. Joe, G.I. No. (laughs) G.I. No. Anyway, blow up some, yeah, buy some firecrackers on the cheap and leave them in your neighbor's mailboxes. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Only the the ones you don't like, though. Obviously, spare your liked neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, say, if they, for whatever reason, still have a Trump sign in their yard. Well, we shouldn't, sp- yeah, shouldn't spare them. You know what's <laughs> fucked up? Um, I was, so on the bike ride that I took on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I was, we were like, with it, we were like five minutes before we got back. We were like. Like, we were, like, a mile out, basically. Um, and as we were riding, somebody had tarred, not spray-painted on the trail, tarred, uh, on, like, uh, like a paved bike trail that we were biking on. Fuck SCOTUS. <laughs> that, in, like, big letters. It was probably, like, 30, you know, or not 30, but, like, 10 feet wide. That's how big this fuck SCOTUS was. And somebody had to, had come along and spray like spray painted over the fuck part so it just said scotus um but it's it wasn't painted it was tarred so it did nothing it it's like it's still 3d and bumpy where they had tarred fuck scotus so that's some next level vandalism right there let's go so smart it was so funny um and then we got out of that we were like rounded the corner and there was a man uh dressed as donald trump uh, with the hat and everything, just stand, not even on a sidewalk, just standing next to the, the bike trail near traffic. And when I say waving a Trump 2024 flag, I don't think that does it justice. He was like doing like, he was like imaginary sword fighting someone oh. with the flag. <laughs> and I was like, that's a weird, that, whoa, both sides of the political spectrum here. That's uh. wild. That what a weird thing to see. And then we rounded the corner away from that guy and we ended at where we started, but there was now kendo practice happening. So I was like, <laughs> what is happening? What is all these things? I just, I was like, I, we should send the kendo people over to that guy. I bet they would win. The, the, the three... Uh, the three quadrants of the political spectrum uh fuck scotus uh trump guy and kendo (laughs) kendo Kendo practice kendo practice (laughs) um anyway uh very wild time for me yesterday anyway leap firecrackers in that guy's box abby was like my wife was like it's like sun like it's like saturday this is all he has to do on saturday like (laughs) You can't, is, you can't find anything better to do on a he doesn't Saturday? Have, he doesn't have friends or family to hang out with? I guess not. Nope. Anyway, anyway we're back. We're back in My Hero Academia. Um, that guy doesn't exist in this universe, but his ideologies sure do. <laughs> this is Season 3, Episode 42. My Hero. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we get, like, an opening on Cody here. Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh... He's thinking about stuff. Something, he's, some stuff Mandalay has said to him. Yeah. Somebody ominously shows up behind him. That's fucked. Yep. Uh, um, the heroes that are down by the forest, um, are not having a good time. No. So, uh, Deku's the only one that remembers that Koda might need some help. Um, Kaminari just wants a little treat. <gasps> he just wants a little treat. <laughs> he said, I thought we were going to get a little treat. We practiced and learned all day, and I thought this was treat time. And I, so I always said, yeah, your treat is you get to learn. You get to learn. <laughs> Kaminari does <laughs> said I say I'd even I'd even take salty licorice. <laughs> and Eraserhead is like, no, you fucking idiot. There was never gonna be any treat. You fucking you fucking buffoon. You were never gonna get a snack from me. Uh, he does agree agree with uh, <laughs> agree with him and says, Sal- uh, salty licorice is good though. <laughs> that is not in the dub. <sighs> salty licorice i'm not sure i well anyway they go to they go to summer school to learn until 2 a.m again i mm-hmm. guess uh and who is there but the what's this guy's name the the gung-ho class b guy where he's like always trying to make them angry and like have a class rivalry um i forget his name he's just way too energetic for this the time of night. What here it is, uh, Monoma. Monoma. He's like he's like wow. Five whole people from class one A are going to the dunce class. That's way more than look at all the people who aren't here from class one B. And they're like you're fucking here, you moron. Like <laughs> you're also dumb. Uh, anyway, that's very silly. Very silly. Uh, very silly. But then, um. Also, they apparently, kind of... he said the exact same thing last night. <laughs> <laughs> I... Everyone's like, I hate this kid. Vlad... He's so annoying. Vlad King, his teacher, also seems to be over it. Vlad King, great name. <laughs> great name, Vlad King. Um, Mandalay sends a psychic message and is like, uh, Hey, just a heads up, we're getting attacked by big scary villains yeah um, please please help me yeah you know uh, to me my x-men to be my x-men uh they and i saw was like i'll go to deal with this and immediately runs out and gets a face full of fire <laughs> he did not handle it no he did not handle it that's a lot of fire that's so much fire uh the also the blue fire effects from dobby are always really cool it's cool. it's I just like a cool this. power to have just in... it's here's the thing with a with a show that has two other fire or fire adjacent abilities you're like how do we differentiate this guy's fire and also show that he's evil make it blue <laughs> you make it blue yeah you make it blue this lizard guy spinner mm-hmm. i think he's no good <laughs> he's like he's like an off-brand ninja turtle i just don't care for him he's okay he may appear to you to be a off-brand Ninja Turtle. He is in universe an off-brand stain, though. <laughs> yes, I do see now that he is wearing a stain costume. I didn't realize that at first, but he sure is. 
yeah, his whole thing is that he joined the the villains group because he was like, I really like Stain. Stain's really cool to me. Uh, I want to be like him, so I'm going to join the villain group. I guess they all did, right? Um, it's just that Spinner's the the biggest nerd. Mm-hmm. He's just the biggest, um, <laughs> the biggest Stain nerd who has also belted a whole bunch of swords and knives together to make a huge like multi knife sword yeah i don't know if this guy has a quirk what's spinner's quirk i forget i I forget what it is spinner also forgets he has no powers here he just has a lot of knives um which makes sense for stain the hero killer because mm -hmm. he gets blood powers yeah but not for lizard man not for spinner um anyway uh this is where we also meet magne yes um uh magne is a trans woman by the way audience um you might not know this from the way she is drawn uh, or referred to pronouns wise by any of the heroes um which you know uh, it's such a tricky thing because uh she is textually a trans woman who uh cannot get hormones or any surgery um and also prefers to dress more butch but it's uh you know it's, it's not a loving depiction not a certainly certainly is if not heavy-handed, purposefully caricatured. Mm-hmm. It's very caricatured. Like, it's really, really caricatured. Because, like, this is, like, when anime are, tend to be poking fun at, uh, at trans women, it is either you totally can't tell and it's a joke when characters find out, or it's a, you can totally tell, and it's a joke because they just look, they have, like, facial hair and are, uh... It's mean. Buff. It's mean-spirited. Yeah, yes. it's very mean-spirited. Um, and it's not great to look at that. I don't like it. No. And I it was so divorced from, like, what the scene that I was watching in like the in the way that they talk about her that like when they said big sis mag i was like i i'm like this show so often just puts noises together to make like or like words to Mm -hmm. make like a hero name i was like sure why not yeah that's just a thing you call a person yeah like the fucking um pixie bob yeah why not like who cares like we just put sounds together until a name comes out um but no uh they, no they're, they're calling no, that was they're calling magni their big sister yeah i didn't know that um it is unfortunate i don't <sighs> like it i wish she was portrayed like it was she was depicted nice nicely mm-hmm. with a kind hand you you could do less with the lips and, you know, not draw the facial hair. It would... I think this... <laughs> it would... This... Yeah. This show... 
does a thing where, and, and all superhero media does it, um, so I don't want to single out My Hair Academia, but the... Oh boy, is it good. Give it a second. He saw it. Okay, I think he's done. All superhero media does this, where the good guys mm-hmm. are all pretty good looking, mm-hmm. pretty fit folks. You know, they're, you know, very, um, they are not physically disabled or mentally, you know, they're mm. all, they're sort of platonic ideals of heroes. They're shadows on the wall of a cave uh, of what heroes should look like. And then you get to the villains and they have the scars or the fucked up eyes or the weird power, the dark, gross powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really says something, you know, like, oh, the guy with fa- facial scars is the bad guy every single time. Yeah. Or, and it, it is not surprising to me that Tiger, while not handled ultimately the best, still is like... We like Tiger. Mm-hmm. We like Tiger's character. We think that ultimately Tiger is, you know, like cool and we like him uh, and doesn't make us feel all as bad as Mag does. Um, whereas the second that we can be unkind to a character, this is one of the ways that we get to pick on the character, whereas it's not for Tiger. Yeah. Uh, it's also a thing where, like, this is supposed to be a textual, or, like, Hero Arca makes a lot of moves that they are going to address these issues. They're like, don't you worry, we're going to talk about, like, the way the Hero Society views people like this. We're going to address this. Like, this is the thing we're, that we're doing here. Like, they never do. But it just keeps, it just keeps happening that they, um, that they don't do it. Or they don't do it very well. Like, there's, I mean, I, I, if you want to do it, you got, you have to do it. (laughs) You have to do it, right? You can't do it, or, or if you want to do it, you should do it well-researched or ask or bring somebody in, you know, or like, like, let's do it. Let's, let's get a writer in here to do it do the damn thing Mm -hmm. but what they're trying to do is do it themselves and it's clear that and maybe i don't know what the rest of the show looks like but it's clear to me at this point that they doing it themselves is not working necessarily and it doesn't have the the uh deft touch that they were hoping for yeah it it creates like it the reason it's so tricky is because it can it like to I've seen different interpretations of this as, like, being, like, alright trans representation because it is complex. It's, like, dealing with societal issues that are, like, real. But to me, it does not fully address it. And the way Magni's character ends up when we get there, it just doesn't pan out in any good conclusive way that it actually says much i think more people are are willing to have messy representation if if you at least show that you've made a good faith effort and i am not so sure that is what has happened here so yeah 
Anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, Magne is there. Uh, but then in the woods, they find um, Tetsu Tetsu, my boy Tetsu Tetsu. Yeah, Tetsu Tetsu. Uh, and, he, and he has run into Momo at some point, and she has generated some gas masks, so they can be in the forest now mm-hmm. without... Um, um, Kendo is with everybody. There's a couple of knocked out students. Yes. And they're like, we need to, and, and Kendo's like, we need to get back to the camp. That's where we were told to go. And Tetsu Tetsu's like, I'm actually not going to do that. This is, why is 1A always better than us? Because they keep breaking the rules and fighting bad guys. Yeah. What do heroes do? Fight bad guys. Like, here's the thing. Every time a crisis happens, who's on the scene? It's 1A. It's That's 1A. why they're so goddamn good. That's why they're leagues ahead of us. If we're going to want to catch up with them, we need to, like, help deal with this ourselves. And that's my boy. That's Tetsu Tetsu. Yeah. Uh, I do think that this is going to bode pretty ill for him, but I hope that he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> um... Back up on the cliff in the hideout section is, uh, oh, shit, what's this kid's name? Coda. 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 Fuck, I was so close. Uh, Coda. And there is a big masked guy there. Uh. He's got a cloak (laughs) on. He's got a cloak on, so you can tell he's evil. And he takes... Oh, he takes his mask off because they made him wear it because he's so ugly. He's fucking twisted as hell, dude. All the villains made him wear a mask. And he's like, hey, uh, hey, kid, I like your hat much better than this mask. Want to trade? Give me the hat, kid. Um, to be fair, Co- I don't think we've addressed how cool Coda's hat it's is. It's a cool <laughs> hat. It's a cool hat. It's just like it's like a boxy like cap. Um, but it's got little devil, like little yellow devil horns coming out of it. Yeah, <laughs> they look. It, it's like big, like a uh, big nubby uh, metal devil horns that are coming out of it. Which it's just a really good look. It's a good hat. I like this hat. Um, yeah, this is. Um, we kind of get a flashback to Coda remembering. Uh, his parents' death because he sees this guy get muscle strands up his arm mm-hmm. and he's like, oh shit. And it turns out that this is the guy that killed his parents. This is Joe Chill come back <laughs> to finish the job. Um, yeah, this is... What is it? Every every time there is a, a hero that like gets killed by a villain, the fucking... They, it always comes back. Joe Chill comes back around to fucking finish the job. Uh, it's, it's such a small world. It's so funny that this is the dude and he just happens to be here. Just happens to be here and also is Bakugo's brother. Don't fucking act like I didn't notice. (laughs) I noticed. They, I did. They do look very, they do have the same hair. Maybe it's Bakugo's dad, but maybe it's, he's, he's related to Bakugo. Don't worry. We'll meet Bakugo's dad. We'll, 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 we will actually meet Bakugo's family shortly. Well, yeah, we've already met his brother. Uh, anyway, it's he is. A, he just stumbled upon Coda because he was looking for a a, a a place to hang out. 
lookout. Yeah, like a lookout point. Mm. He's got a fucked up eye because he's twisted. Because remember when I killed your parents, kid? They fucking took my eye out. They took my eye out, and now I have to deal with having a, a false eye. Uh, <laughs> and it makes me pissed off all the time. It makes me pissed off. I could have gotten a regular looking eye, but I got this spooky, scary looking one to terrify little kids. <laughs> I could have had just a reg. I could have put an eye patch on or something, but no, I picked the, the most twisted version. I think, yeah, they make fake eyes that look like normal eyes. Yes, we've seen people in the show wear eye patches or glasses. Also, people just wear masks. You, if you wanted to, you didn't mm-hmm. care for that, but you had options. Anyway, he's about to get got before Deku jumps in. Uh, and they carefully point out that he broke his phone, so he can't call for help this time. Yep. I really wish that the, I think it'll be so funny if they have to do this every before every significant battle, Deku's phone just breaks. Um, they're like, fuck, I can't call for help like that one time I did in season two. Remember when that was good and I did that? Well, I can't do that this time. Yeah. <laughs> really wrote themselves into a hole. He could have just not had his phone. <sighs> very silly very anyway silly. uh they're getting it's uh we got real superman hours here this is the, this is the mixed metaphor i think for this character i don't remember this guy's name uh, the, uh i think it, I, i'm pretty sure it's a it? muscle i don't know if they say it this episode i don't think they do but he is a, an interesting fusion of joe chill to coda mm-hmm. and doomsday oh. he's got a lot he's got a lot of the same if we're, if, I don't know if you caught this, Lexi, but all of the stuff Deku is doing here is is uh, Superman thematically. Mm-hmm. Right? He shows up, he jumps in front of the kid, he says, "Everything's going to be okay." Yeah, I'm here. I'm going to save you, which is what All Might does. Yeah. So, I mean, not to say that they're taking it from Superman character wise, it makes sense, um, but. That is what is happening. Is he keeps getting his ass knocked down? He keeps standing in between him and Coda and being like, "It's all right. You're just gonna run when I tell you to run, but it's gonna be okay." Uh, and he keeps reassuring this kid, even though he's getting his ass beat. And Muscle has very similar powers to Doomsday in that he can just absorb all of this uh, strength mm-hmm. that Deku puts into it. Yeah, um, interesting, interesting villain that they are are fusing these two famous superhero uh villains into one um i think that's fun yeah it's it's interesting um the uh muscle explains that his quirk is that he can just like keep powering up his muscles and he can do it so much that the muscles actually appear outside his body outside his skin which can be pretty gross, IMO. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Turns out that another supervillain has a gross quirk. Who would have fucking guessed? Yeah. <laughs> Who could have said? Not me. Um, in the woods, we kind of cut back and forth between this fight and the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoji is dead. <laughs> the fucking Cenobite guy is like we... hunched over a severed arm and it's like, delicious flesh. Okay. Must eat it now. Okay, here's the thing, though. Shoji's whole deal is having a whole bunch of arms, so, you know, seeing a hand. I think Shoji's dead. <laughs> Shoji's fucking dead. They ate him. 
They ate Shoji. Um, and also Ragdoll, funnily enough, also didn't make it. Um, dead as hell. Yeah, during during the fight, uh, Tiger is talking to Tiger and Magna are uh, facing off, uh, and Tiger's uh, like, uh, "It's weird that uh, it's weird that uh, Ragdoll Ragdoll hasn't showed up. Usually, she responds pretty quickly to uh, um, Mandalay's uh, like telepathic pings." And Magna is like, "Hmm, I wonder why that is. I'm doing a better job of." <laughs> Uh, voicing Magne than uh, the voice actor yeah. is because Let, yep yep <gasps> yep um anyway it's because Ragdoll's fucking dead they killed Ragdoll Ragdoll's fucking over with she's done for well we see a lot of blood and she's missing so you know I think she's fucking dead take from that what you will but she's dead <laughs> um yeah we kind of we kind of cut back to the fight that's happening with Mandalay and some of the other of like um, Magne and um, Spinner. Spinner, I fucking hate Spinner. That's <laughs> Ninja Turtle. Anyway, Mandalay like does it. She like flirts with Spinner, and that is good enough to distract him. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, let's fucking keep up, dude. Hey, lizard boy. <laughs> You're kind of cute. And he goes, what? <laughs> Come on, dude. You're a professional. Get it together. Anyway, Tiger's here. I like Tiger. He's fucking throwing hands. Yeah. Against I, I, Magne, I guess. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, do, I do like Magne's power, which is to just, like, magnetize people. <laughs> like, is that why she could pick up the big piece of metal i didn't even think about that no the no it's the the big piece of metal is just a big magnet and she can magnetize people so she just points the magnet at people and they like float to the magnet oh okay it's like a two-step thing okay okay um we cut back to the muscle slash bakugo fight uh deku yeah. Oh, did I say Bakugo? Yes. Sorry. And he kind of let he's like asks after Bakugo. He's like he was on my list, but I didn't see him. And I was like, oh, okay, it's, this is they're related. Yeah, they're they're trying to deal. I know you haven't watched too much Naruto, Holden, or are, are aware of too much Naruto, but no. what they're trying to do here is the uh, the. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. It's Naruto, Naruto and... Naruto's dad. No, who's who's the gay boy with Naruto? Sasuke. Sasuke, yes. <laughs> uh, wow, look at me. Uh, at one point, uh, Sasuke gets kidnapped and the villains convince sasuke to join them and like it's a whole it's a whole thing it's the sasuke retrieval arc um but pick yourself up a sasuke pick yourself up a sasuke um but yeah what they're trying to do is hey we're gonna do the sasuke retrieval arc but with bakugo bakugo's gonna go evil we'll see how that oh. pronounce out 
pans out. Yeah, I don't see that happening for a number of reasons. It seems like they they're like, oh, isn't Bakugo so mean? Shouldn't isn't he more like a villain? Um, he's gonna be too angry to work for the villains. There's no <laughs> chance of that. He's too mad. He's he's too angry, and you don't understand what he's actually angry about. Like. He, he has reasons for his anger, and if you don't know what those reasons are, you can't actually use it to your advantage. No, no, not even a kind of. They're going to be like, hey, do you want to be a villain? He's, he's like, shut the fuck up, I'll kill you. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a villain. Why would I ever want to be a fucking villain? That goes against everything I have ever said I wanted to do. Shut the fuck up. I'll beat the shit out of you for thinking it. <gasps> Actually, this is why this actually, is why rage is is Bakugo's true superpower. Actually, beating the f- beating you up right now would actually help me a lot become what I want to be, <laughs> which is a guy who beats people up for his, a living. Um, yeah, Deku is is uh doing his Detroit smashes against this this muscle character, and turns out that. He's just that he gets to eat all those Detroit smashes. Yeah, he's breakfast. he uh he is like uh going up his like strength levels as he like tries to fight uh muscle. You know, trying to put more and more percentage into his uh, full cowling stuff. Um and it's just and not he, working. He is doing it safely. He is doing it safely, but yeah, you're right. It is it is not working. The muscles act as like the shock absorbent and he just like absorbs it all. And then just like fucks Deku up, just bats him around. Mm-hmm. This is not a fight, really. Yeah. Um eventually though, when uh muscle thinks uh, uh Deku is like down for the count, he's like, Alright. Now I get to pulverize this child. <laughs> and Deku's like, um, no, actually, you don't. And then he sticks his arm between the muscle fibers of muscle. Yes, which is fucked up and gross. But then does 100% Detroit Smash. Mm-hmm. Breaks, like, shatters his arm in 50 places. Yeah, uh, again. Those healing girls not at this, at this retreat, but... Mm-hmm. Um, almost knocks Koda off the cliff but then catches him by his t-shirt in his teeth in his teeth literally by the skin of his teeth um Koda keeps it's like this is so fucked up did you torment my parents like like you're tormenting Deku Mm -hmm. like like did you torture them before you killed them and he's like listen pal I just like killing people (laughs) I, I I didn't even know those were your parents. I'll kill you too. That's fun. <laughs> I don't I don't really actually care if I get, uh I kill you. I just like killing. You're a person I can kill. That's good for me. That's good enough for me. What's that? If I turn sideways, you can't see me anymore. Well, it's just... <laughs> uh, it's part of the quirk. It's just part of it. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, there is not a lot to uh, muscle as a character no 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 um um but uh but uh you know muscle gets back up from this and is like all right you fucking you got me on that one (laughs) i am gonna kill you now but um well played let me let me put in my different spooky eye to show you that i'm more serious now it's so fucking funny he's got a pocket full of eyes (laughs) 
It's so funny that he's like, ah, yes. He, like, drops him out of his pocket. He has so many fake eyes to slap over top of his, his like, spooky one. He's like, that's not spooky enough. That one's not spooky enough. Oh, yeah, this one. That's a good spooky eye. <laughs> they're, and they're, it's so funny. Why does he carry him like that? And they're all spooky. He didn't pick a single normal eye. No, for he a didn't guy. pick a regular one. They're all just, like, snap onto. They're not fake eyes. They're just, like, little covers. They just, like, clicks into place. He's like, I'm gonna be swapping these out way too often. I just gotta put my little, I gotta put my little guy in there. For a guy who uh, likes for, uh, says he's upset about his appearance uh, and his eye, it sure seems like he's having a whole lot of fun with it. <laughs> he's having so much fun with the eye thing. He's like, I'm really mad about it. I, did I get like six custom eyes to spook out people? Yeah, I did do that as well. But I put my red eye in so you know that I'm serious about murder now. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, it's um. It's still pretty much a beatdown. Yeah. Well, you know, Deku's arm is shattered from the hundred percent smash. Remember he when he hundred percent? Remember when he promised not to do that? Remember yeah. when we said there would be a whole lot of consequences for this? I sure do. But you know, I. Re- where I didn't respect it before, where he was, like, breaking all of his fingers and shit to, <clears throat> like, win a game. This one I respect more. Yeah. At least he's saving a child. He here, is you know? He is sh- saving a child. Um. But his arm is shattered. Yes. Um. Uh, and he keeps punching with the same arm. Use both arms. Use both arms. <laughs> Stop doing this. Um. Uh. Also. He is, get- he is like... He goes in with another 100% Detroit smash, uh, and it just becomes a kind of, like, how much power can you put into this uh, type duel with, like, you know, it it is the more physical version of the, uh, like, dueling beam attack, essentially. Yeah, this is better, in my opinion. It's... It's the muscle tornado versus all for one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or one for all, excuse me. Um, and he is losing. Deku is not winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he's like, he keeps, <laughs> he keeps doing the Superman thing, which is like, it's okay. It's going to be all right. You need to run. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I'm here. Um, I'm handling this. Life. You need to I'm run. I'm handling though. this. You need to run though. Coda uh, does not run at a single no, time. Coda doesn't run once, and I was like, for the best. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, <laughs> I eat this Superman shit for like up. I love it. I uh, love this. The it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not handling. It. He is going to die though, and then. Coda sprays Muscle with a little bit of water, mm-hmm. and Muscle stops murdering him to go, what the fuck? Did you just... Why, did you just spray water at me? Did you just spritz me? Bro, did you just spritz me? <laughs> in the middle of murdering Deku, he's like, wait a minute, I'm in, why am I wet? I'm in the middle of a fight. Why did you just, like, hit me with a water gun? He's like, I'll kill you in a second, kid. Give me two, like... <laughs> Um, but that distracts him enough to do for Deku to do like a like a full on yeah he does a 100%. million percent a million percent oh fuck <laughs> that arm's coming off 
there's nothing left in that one. Uh, I at this point, I think Deku's just saying shit. <laughs> I mean, good. This this whole animated bit is really cool. The like moving along the muscle mm-hmm. and, like, and like going th- like the power coursing through him. It's all animated beautifully. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, Deku is able to knock muscle the fuck out. Um, yeah. is not in his great shape himself, but you know, no, he nope. did successfully save Coda. <laughs> yeah, which is where um, we get the uh, uh, where we get the title, my hero. My hero. Coda goes, wow, he saved me. My hero. He sure proved to me that heroes do exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I don't know. It was a touching. Yeah. That's, thing that's happening here it's it is a person that deku has saved the thing he wanted to do yeah i wish i wish deku would take better care of himself yeah he doesn't take very good care of himself but you know i guess it's the thing where you run you run into danger mm-hmm. um you, you say care not so much <laughs> about your own you say uh, you, personal safety you might even say what's up danger such <laughs> You might say, I guess. You might say that. Um, <laughs> Some might say. Anyway. Um, uh, Deku's gonna need... You can tell that this episode gets uh, wrapped up next episode because Deku needs some time oh, to Oh, you recover. think this gets wrapped up in next episode? Is that how you think this goes? I forgot that we are watching a shonen that might take a few... Um, oh no! Uh oh! Uh oh! I'm looking at the episodes in the future, and this all seems to be in the same night. Uh oh! Uh oh! This is. This looks to be <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven episodes. Um, no, no. Maybe it's just different nights. Um. I believe this uh, this ends. Does it end next episode? Drive it home. I, it might well, be. It, it might okay. be like an episode and a half. But yeah, roaring roaring upheaval looks like they ca- somebody's carrying a defeated Deku home. Mm. Oh, it's Shoji. He did live. He um, just cut off his hand for bait. I guess. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there next episode. Um, yeah, there's gonna be some stuff. Uh, oh boy. We have a whole lot of... We have some more of this arc and a whole lot of season three to get through. Well, real mixed bag today. Um, I think there's some good stuff in there, and I think there's some real bad stuff. I liked the... The, them drawing on this, this Superman Batman thing, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that, and I didn't care for some other things. So, yep. Um, but for all of that, uh, Holden, where can people find you on the internet? Well, I know. You are migrating off of Twitter, but for the meantime, I am still on Twitter.com, at not underscore daredevil. Maybe I can be one of your 600 tweets that you see in a day. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck. Um, good luck on beating the algorithm on that one. Uh, well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Where can people find you and you can, the show, Lexi? You, you can find me on co-host and Tumblr at uh, Hex of Lexi. You can also find the show on co-host and Tumblr. Holden, do you want the Twitter? Because... <laughs> I guess. I that... should pro- we should probably talk about me taking it. Yeah, because... <laughs> should pro- I should probably still run it. Mm-hmm. As much as it has been run before, but that that site has just become like absolute brain poison to me over the past few months. So I'm gonna take it. I'll take it. It's brain poison to me too, but yeah. But I I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So I'll take I'll take the mantle. Um, I'll sh- I'll sh- I'll shoulder that. I'll carry our Twitter up the mountain. <laughs> um. But I'll, I'll, I'll still be running the co-host and the Tumblr. Um, and at Sakugapod. Um, I imagine Blue Sky will open fairly soon. Yeah, Blue Sky, you know, Twitter again. We did it twice. Jack's back. Jack's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, we would like to thank Rainbow Lithium for designing our wonderful portraiture that you see in our icon slash logo. We would also like to thank you, Holden, for doing the rest of the logo. And we'd like to thank Lexi <laughs> for editing this episode and all the other episodes. Um, and we would like to thank you, the audience, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you're... Um, your heart is also full of thanks you can go ahead and leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice maybe leave us a comment um that will help us and if you're just out in the world um lexi is uh pointing a gun at me and said keep it reasonable this time so i guess i'll i guess i'll just say don't talk about it unless you're really sure Unless you're like talking about anime already, here's here's the like, thing, Holden. Like, oh, I have. Do you like podcasts? And they say, oh, maybe. And I'm like, okay. Well, I guess maybe if you want to, you could listen to it. Here's the thing. Like, it's con season. You might, if you are an anime fan and listening to this podcast, you might be going to anime cons. So that's true. You know, maybe you see someone there who is in a cosplay from an anime we covered, and you're like, hey. I, you will very obviously love this uh, anime. You probably want more content about this anime. I know a podcast that covered that anime. You can check it out. Yeah, that's a that's a more reasonable one, I suppose. That's a real one that you can do. Um, but also, just people are like, why are you dressed up like Sherlock Holmes at this anime convention? <laughs> and you can be like, well... <laughs> Why are you in this? Why are you in a Sherlock Holmes outfit, but also a, a red wig? And you're like, well, this requires not a lot of backstory. So really, just listen to this podcast. Maybe skip the first couple of episodes, but you get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or be the Watson. You could be the Watson. You could too. be the Watson. I don't know, but it, nobody ever wants to be the Watson, but you could. The, the thing with a Watson costume is that uh, a lot of the times it just looks like you're dressed up. 
Yeah, you gotta have the cane. You have to have the cane. You have to have the cane, and you really do need a Sherlock to sort of be like, oh, okay. I yeah. Get it. They're, they're, it's a duo. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. for Halloween. Just tuck that away for Halloween planning. Anyway, uh, that is all we have today. Uh, we have studied the Sakuga. We have pulled many fake eyes from our pockets, and we can consider this case closed.